listening to Faith and Family. I'm Sarah Golseth. Our name Lutheranism comes from Martin Luther, of course, but how did he feel about a religious movement being named after himself? Joining me by phone today is the Reverend Dr. Cameron McKenzie, Chairman of the Department of Historical Theology at Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and he holds the Forrest E. and Francis H. Ellis Chair in German Reformation Studies. Welcome, Dr. McKenzie. Thanks for joining me. Well, hello, Sarah. I'm glad to be here with you today. So tell me a little bit about your role as the Forrest E. and Francis H. Ellis Chair in German Reformation Studies. That sounds quite interesting. Well, I have a general rule. Uh, the longer the title, uh, the less uh, real importance you have. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, no, this, uh, the, the seminary uh, named me to this position uh, several years ago now, uh, and it was then and still is uh, quite an honor uh, that I get to hold uh, one of these uh, endowed chairs. Uh, and in it, I um, teach um, mostly Reformation classes and mostly uh, Reformation classes involving uh, Martin Luther, uh, but not exclusively. I also teach English Reformation, Calvin, and so forth. But that, in general, is my uh, area and as I said, it's it's an honor that they named me to that position. Sure. And your background is in is in a lot of uh, historical study too. Is that correct? Uh, for sure. <laughs> right. I um, well, I I did my PhD um, several years back now, and um, it was in the field was called modern European history. It was at the University of Notre Dame, uh, but uh, my specialty that I developed in connection with my um, dissertation uh, was on uh, English Reformation mm. and particularly uh, the history of the English Bible uh, during the Reformation. And from that, I have continued to teach uh, on the whole subject of the uh, English English Bible, which is something that uh, I have found students are interested in it because we live in this age in which there are so many different uh, translations. So that goes back to my uh, uh, dissertation work. Um, but at one point, I was also teaching a lot of American Christianity, so I til- still teach an elective course in uh, CFW Walter, the founder of one of the founders of the Missouri Synod. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. How exciting has it been to see um, all of these uh, historical resources and other resources about the Reformation out in the in the public sphere for the last few years? Yeah, well, you know, they're, they're never, the writing of books about the Reformation never comes to an end. Mm-hmm. But it is true <laughs> that with the 500th anniversary, um, people have uh, been outdoing themselves mm-hmm. in order to produce something that would be particularly attractive to readers in this year. Because, of course, more people are interested in the Reformation uh, now that we are uh, celebrating uh, an anniversary. So... I'm excited about all of these things. I keep buying them and never finding time to read them, mm-hmm. but uh, in my in my dotage, I'll have uh, plenty to look at. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's just great, and I'm glad that we've got so much good stuff coming out. Absolutely. And speaking of things coming out, you have a book coming out uh, this fall from Concordia Publishing House. Can you tell me a, a sneak peek about that book? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, First of all, again, I was honored mm-hmm. uh, that uh, CPH approached me 
uh, about writing this book. Uh, I've, I've been teaching a uh, survey uh, course in the history of the Reformation uh, for my own, practically my entire career here mm-hmm. at, the, at the seminary, which now is approaching, let me think for a second, I think I'm in my 35th year, if I'm wow. calculating correctly. So I've been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, so to get a chance uh, to put down on paper uh, some of the things that I've been teaching and that which I've been really interested for a long time, uh, and to do it uh, with uh, lay people, not experts in mind, uh, was, a, was, a real, uh, was a real treat for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Reformation uh, is not only important, but it's interesting. Uh, at one point, I suppose, um, all Lutherans uh, knew something about it, but that isn't necessarily true today, and of course there are lots of non-Lutherans who don't know much about it either. So we've created this kind of basic introduction to the, Luth- uh, to the Reformation, not just the Lutheran Reformation, but the Reformation, and we've included uh, lots of information about the theologians as well as the politicians, the kings, and other uh, leaders who helped to make that Reformation and then surrounded it with uh, many, many, many uh, beautiful uh, pictures and illustrations so that uh, if the text is boring, I can guarantee that the pictures aren't. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, lots of people are going to like this book when it finally uh, finally is out. Absolutely. And and our listeners can find that book by going to uh, cph.org and searching the Reformation, and you can even get a little sneak peek look inside, and you write the the. Uh, the the pictures inside are, are just stunning to look at. So that's really cool. Um, so what we're talking about today uh, is just a, a small part of that Reformation uh, as a whole, but obviously has a long lasting impact as, as we are still called Lutherans uh, today. So um, why are Lutherans named after Martin Luther? Is it Why is it odd that we're named after a person? Well, if you think about it, uh, there are not a lot of uh, Christian denominations uh, that are named after uh, individuals. Um, there's our church, of course, uh, and then there are the Mennonites. That's a, mm-hmm. another example. Uh, but, you know, if you think of the various denominations that we have here in America, uh, those are about the two whose names are uh, at all familiar uh, you know, otherwise you get names like uh, Presbyterian or Catholic or Methodist or Baptist, and those are names uh, that are uh, more closely connected uh, to something that these uh, churches uh, teach or else uh, to practices that they uh, follow, um, not named after uh, individuals, uh, individuals uh, who may have been responsible for their founding. So it is a little bit uh, unusual uh, that we would be calling ourselves uh, by the name of uh, somebody, uh, in our case, uh, Martin Luther. Mm-hmm. And and how did that term Lutheran come about? Is it um, what was it a derogatory term? Yeah, that, no, that's a, that's a good question. Um, the, the the short answer to this is yes. <laughs> it was a way in which Luther's opponents really dismissed what he was teaching or preaching uh, as not being Christian at all. I mm-hmm. mean, we we use the label Christian 
for our teaching and preaching, uh, because it comes from Christ, is about Christ, and um, promotes uh, the religion that Christ taught. So Christian is the word, right? Mm -hmm. So if you want to dismiss somebody who's claiming to be a Christian, uh, you, you can use another label. Oh, that's not Christian, that's Lutheran. And that's really how the uh, term arose. Um, your listeners might be familiar with the name of John Eck. Mm -hmm. John Eck, he was one of the earliest uh, opponents of Martin Luther, uh, rejected Luther's uh, teachings and so forth. Well, he, he is the first one, at least, that I could find. Uh, he used the term Lutheran uh, as early as 1519, just a couple of years after the um, posting of the 95 Theses, and, and he used it uh, as, a, as a term of uh, dismissiveness. Oh, that's not Christian, that's Lutheran. <laughs> so Luther's opponents started to use it. And it, it, it was upsetting to Luther. He, he was a Christian. He, you know, he wasn't teaching his own doctrine. He was mm -hmm. teaching what God had revealed in the Bible. He was a Christian. Uh, so, yeah, he was not enthusiastic about the use of that term at first. Mm -hmm. And how did it end up sticking? Okay, that's, that's good. That's a good question, too. Um, Luther uh, talks about this, and um, what he wrote uh, was that um, if they are calling you Lutheran, because you agree with what Luther teaches, and what Luther teaches is from the Bible and is truly Christian, then you've got to be careful, because you don't want to say, oh no, I'm not a Lutheran, and in saying that, dismiss the doctrine that Luther has gotten from the Bible that promotes Jesus and the gospel, faith in Jesus, and so forth. So... Uh, in, instead of trying to stop his opponents, Luther turned the tables on them and said, okay, you want us to call us Lutheran? Well, we'll accept that label as long as you know that we understand it as a, as a way of saying that we agree with Luther, who agrees with the Bible and with Jesus. Sure, sure. And Luther um, says that his teaching is not his own, but it's, it's Christ's teaching. What does that, what does that mean for, for this body of, of believers? Sure. Uh, it really means two things. One is, just as our Lord and the apostles um, used it, uh, they based their uh, teachings on the scriptures. Uh, our Lord was the fulfillment of the Old Testament and the record of the evangelists and the apostles forms the New Testament. Uh, so that's one of the meanings. We call ourselves Lutherans because we teach and preach what the Bible teaches. But it's also important to realize that um, the, the heart and the center of what we preach from the Bible uh, is Jesus Christ, uh, our Savior, uh, crucified and risen again. That is the central message of the Bible. It's the central message of Christianity, and it is for sure uh, the central message of uh, Luther uh, and the Lutheran uh, Church. 
Um, we believe uh, God sent his son to be our Savior, and we are saved through faith in him, trusting the promises that God has given us in him. That's what makes us Christian. That's what makes us uh, Lutheran. Absolutely. Now, with all of the uh, reforms going on uh, at the time of Luther, was that was that uh, message that the, the that Christ's teaching um, as the gospel was the theme and purpose of the Bible? Was that a radical idea at that time? Yeah, that's another good question. <laughs> I, mean, th- I mean, that is Christianity. Sure. So, as long as there as, as there have been Christians, which means going back to the time of Jesus and even in the Old Testament, people are looking forward to him. But there have always been people who have believed that message, and we would call them Christians. But it's also true that the institutional church, you know, the organization that we call the church, uh, can get off track. And that clearly had happened uh, in the late Middle Ages. there were lots of folks in positions of responsibility, church administrators or church theologians, who were not teaching um, salvation through faith in Christ alone, weren't teaching that uh, very clearly, uh, if at all. Um, at, at one level, they were kind of ignoring Christ as the mediator by teaching the cult of the saints. Mm-hmm. If you wanted help from God, you didn't go to Jesus you went, for, went to a saint, and hopefully that saint would go to Jesus and get help for you. Um, uh, or, uh, if it wasn't the cult of the saints, uh, you were being directed to uh, your own saving works. Uh, here's stuff that you should do, and if you do this, well, then uh, God will respond favorably uh, to you. So, the, the central importance of Jesus as the Savior... Uh, and the promises that God offers to human beings in his word, promises that are not attached to anything that we do, but are simply the free offer of God's grace, that message, uh, those ideas, uh, was uh, lost in a lot of instances. So it took Martin Luther and then those who came after him to recover that uh, message. Uh, to lots of folks, it did sound radical, mm-hmm. um, but it was simply going back to what uh, Christianity was all about in the first place. Sure, sure. And and how does that message, um, how does that affect the Lutheran Church to this day? Does that make us, us a unique in any way, or, or is that kind of the universal Christian truth? Well, it is a universal Christian truth. Mm-hmm. But it is not true that all churches um, emphasize it the way we do or preach and teach it so clearly as we do. Um, now, I don't want to pretend that the Lutheran Church uh, is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if we had another half hour or so, we could talk about <laughs> the faults of world Lutheranism. <laughs> uh, and, 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 of course, as you probably know, there are big chunks of the church, uh, Lutheran and otherwise, uh, that have bought into lots of modernism, mm-hmm. um, don't accept the Bible as the inerrant Word of God, uh, don't li- really believe in Christian doctrine, Christian morality. So we've got to realize that the Lutheran label is maybe not uh, 
as uh, clear today as we would like it. But if we think of the Lutheran Church as defined by its uh, doctrines as articulated in the 16th century by Luther and the others, then for us, as I believe is true for no other church, uh, the gospel of God's free grace in Jesus Christ available to us through faith uh, is, is taught uh, most clearly uh, in our church. So I think this has been a gift of God uh, to the Lutheran Church that once Luther recovered and articulated the gospel. Uh, it permeates our confessions. It's a big part of our history. And Lutherans today uh, are still teaching and preaching that same message. Absolutely. And Dr. McKenzie, thank you so much for being my guest today. Well, you're very welcome. I enjoyed the opportunity to talk with you about uh, our name, Lutheran. Absolutely. And you can read Dr. McKenzie's article about Luther on Lutheranism in the October edition of The Lutheran Witness. You've been listening to Faith and Family, produced by Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Your support is vital for this program to continue. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO.